I expect, I expect, I expect I expect the best and nothing less I expect, I expect, I expect I expect the best and nothing less I expect, I expect, I expect I expect the best and nothing less I expect, I expect, I expect I expect all the possibilities I expect positive energy I expect with no regrets I visualize it all, know what's coming, yeah I'm synergy, I reach every dream and love my enemies Everything here is a lesson, everything that comes to me counts as a blessing no. Good day, good day Good day world I'm good Jay day. <laughs> You already I'm know what Jay. Yes. And I'm Aaliyah. And this is Homeschool Your Kids Podcast. Your Kids Podcast. Welcome, welcome. And yes, we have a guest today, Miss Glow. <laughs> and we've mentioned her. You don't even know Miss Glow. We've mentioned you a couple times on the show already. Um, people Thank are probably you. wondering, like, who is Miss Glow? Like, y'all be talking about Miss Glow all the time. Her and her natural teaching. Who is that lady? Well, we have her here now, so she can tell you a little bit about what she has done. Um, and we just we appreciate her, her energy, her wisdom, just everything that she shares with us each time we interact. She's an amazing, amazing woman, and we we appreciate her. So we're glad and honored to have her here today, Miss Glow. Oh, and Miss Glow is signing in from where? Oh, we gone Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah, she is in Puerto Rico. We got her on vacation, y'all. She's she made time yeah. for us on the trip. That's why I'm so happy. <laughs> yes. How are you doing today, Miss Glow? Oh, I'm doing great. Getting better and better. It's morning here. What nine something here? So yeah. So I'm excited, as you can tell in my voice, to be here. Yes. among my my super super uh people <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you yes and you are an author you are yes. a homeschool grandma now you yes. homeschooled your own little ones um, yes which there were three yeah yeah there was four all together I have four one all coming th- Okay, I don't know why I always want to shut up, cut off that last child. Yes, there were four. So three girls, one boy. Two and two. Two and two. Okay, Uh okay. Get me right. This is why we don't do bios now. No worries. (laughs) No worries. (laughs) Right, we're just going to listen to yourself. (laughs) So how old are your kids now? My oldest is 35. My youngest is 20. Yeah, Yeah, they they have their own children, my grandkids. So I'm excited about that. To yes. be able to work with them when I can, and you are a social media so social media like superstar. You got Ooh. almost twenty thousand followers, and tick, you be TikToking and everything. Tell us a little bit about the young man you be TikToking with. My youngest grandson. He is. He just. He well. He turned five October uh, this year. I mean, this year, last year. Because this is a new year, so he's. He's going to his five and he'll let you know that he is five. Mm-hmm. 
And um, I worked with him, with his mom, when she was her last month of pregnancy. And then I worked with him a month at a time. I went back and forth. They was living in Hawaii at the time. So I was go back and forth. And then when they came stateside. So whenever I had an opportunity, I would work with him. Nice, nice. And work with him. How do you mean work with him? What we are doing? Work with him. Uh, what I call natural teaching. Um, it is using the child's environment and their surroundings to teach them. So as an infant, we would talk to him uh, very softly with two to three word language, uh, English, of course. Uh, and we would put in different types of genres of music. And so he was very, it was very diverse in the music department, very diverse in uh, letting him see different activities and different things on the TV when it was on, uh, children things, of course, listen to, even at a, as an infant, listen to nursery rhymes, listen to the alphabet, um, just talking to him, showing him our face and reading to him, letting him see the pictures and see the books. And I'm talking from an infant on, on up. So we did just a lot of different things. We went around the house and, and showed him what was in his environment. We talked about those things in the refrigerator, those things on the counter, those things in his room, what was putting on him, his dress, his color, just just everything that we saw, we let him see. Awesome. That is so beautiful. Um, and it's it's so beautiful because people usually do not think of newborns as like like already beings that can kind of understand their environment and um have maybe have their own thoughts and feelings. Because I know yes. when I was when I had my newborn, I just felt like I didn't those things I wish I thought more of doing. Like I did do, I did talk to her a lot, but really um, explaining her environment more to her as a newborn um, and just talking to her more, I did not really, I, I didn't, that's something that did not really cross my mind because I'm like, oh, she's just a baby, you know, like she's just a newborn, yes. you know, she's just um, here with me. I don't <laughs> know if she really understands what's going on. She can't really move. So I love that. I love how you even start at such a young age because there's not a, there's not a lot of research out there because trust me I was right. trying to read books and things but it's not a lot of research out there on like newborns and learning and like right. can they retain information right so I love that. right great a lot of information that we get is not from the education side it's from like the science side I like the and you all know the names to these big people, but you know, when they study the brain and the brain wave and all that, and how that, even though um, children may not be able to speak, there, there's still activity in the brain. So uh, I wanted that for my children. I want to see my children first, everything. So I, I chose a person that was on the page with me with that that wanted me or didn't mind me homeschooling my children. Well, we still call it homeschooling, but I went, I think, I know a little more in depth with that, with um, their interests, doing things that they like 
and incorporating that into the education of the child. So I did a lot of that. We went places and did things that, um, that was out of the ordinary for typical homeschoolers. And I didn't really realize that until I started going to homeschool gatherings and things and mm. how that um, the ones, the, the parents that had infants were not really doing anything with them because they maybe had other older children. So the infant would be just, you know, get up and burp and fed and, you know, a little bit of, um, of um, stimulation, but then that was it. And so I figured out then that I was not doing a typical homeschool process. And I didn't tell them, you know, you're doing whatever, whatever. I just continued to do what I was doing and it benefited my kids, I know. Awesome. Yeah. So you, um, you homeschool all four of yours at yes. one time. How was that? Yes. Um, I had my children stir steps. And so I, I really, I really love that because um, I not only was able to teach them things together, but they were able to teach each other things and the communication and the, the, um, just the knowledge and the wisdom that one had that was maybe a year or two older. And then just to see the younger ones getting involved with that. I, I loved it. I love having, I'm teaching my kids and having them with me at home. It was what I always wanted to do. Even from a teenager, a young teenager, I knew I wanted to and would uh, have my children at home with me. Even, uh, I, it's a little, it was a little scary because when, um, even though I wouldn't do that, even when my, my husband at times said, let's homeschool our kids, I was like, ooh, <laughs> I think I'd rather go to school with them and be the, the, the mom in the class and do this and that. But then I started noticing other people around me that was homeschooling. I'm like, oh, I got this. I can, I can do this. And when I did step into it, it was just the most wonderful thing. I wouldn't exchange it for the world. Oh, nice. And did you homeschool all the way through? Like, did y'all start from kindergarten and go all the way through? No, we just, we went from kindergarten because of circumstances and things that happened to um, elementary and middle, a little bit of middle school, my, my older ones, but my youngest one, we went through the um, early elementary, but even in that was enough that they they learned skills that they used even when they decided that they didn't want to go to public school those skills that they learned as in a young age were able to carry them through they took their GEDs and went right off to college so I feel that once you have established critical thinking skills and once they learn social skills and learn once they learn how to do research which is exploring in the young child you know you let them explore you let them build up these type of of um ways of doing things and it will carry them on because they're only going to get better and better at it indeed go back to the um so you had how many of your kids did the ged and went to college two two my my girls mm-hmm. my okay. boys are stuck to that yeah nice so, yeah my girl said, I don't want to go. I don't want to go to public school. I don't like it. I don't like it. And I said, well, let's do what we need to do. And they passed with flying colors and got accepted. And yeah, it's awesome. Yes. yes. 
exactly. I know college is always a concern for new homeschool parents. They want to make mm-hmm. sure that their little ones will be able to go and be eligible for homeschool. And now we've moved into a time where a lot of universities are actually aiming to get homeschool kids. Yes. So that's pretty awesome to hear. And especially to know that they went the GED route and still gained their access just fine. So that's exactly. cool. And you know, college is more about more knowledge. You know, you make so much great connections in, in college. I mean, that is one thing that college and higher education in general gives you the opportunity to make new connections and, 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 and expand, you know, to um, other areas and fields that you might not even thought of going into, but college helps with that. But, you know, nowadays also, we have so much technology, you don't have to go away to college. You can bring college in your home or whatever. So even as a homeschool person, you could be taking, uh, taking college courses while you're home. So yeah, that's, it's, it's tremendous now what we can do with technology and awesome too. Yes, yes. I hear a lot of parents talk about the dual enrollment that they have their kids enrolled in um, yes. in college courses. And I actually did dual enrollment when I was in the 12th grade also. Um, mm. I was in public school though. But right. yeah, so that's cool. That's cool. Yes. Me too. I took college courses. I went to an early college. But the idea of, I would have loved the idea of being home, like being home and still being able to do those things. So yeah, it's beautiful. Like you said, what technology can do. Indeed, indeed. So more on this natural teaching, because mm-hmm. um, I know you wrote uh, a book or two, correct? How about I say yeah, I, I did. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I did. Uh, my, I, I tell you, my, my self-published book, um, uh, Beneath the Fur, was the start of me just enjoying writing books. And I have books that's not published yet. Uh, I think of ideas <laughs> for books every day. <laughs> and so, um, but the first book was based on my children's experience with um, diversity. It's called Beneath the Fur. Uh, and it was based on, on that. So it's a true life experience of my children. That was a self-published book. It's not on the market. So anyone want that book would have, have to contact you all to get a copy of that. That was my first. My second one was, I was wanting to write a book, a collaboration with other professionals because I know that natural teaching is a a start, you in your home, but there are other phases and other, you know, you, you just gather so much information. I didn't have all the information. So what I wanted to do was gather all these people and we collaborate on this book well it didn't happen but I was just inspired to write my chapter and once I wrote my chapter five years later I got in uh, was in connection with other people that had the same idea I had and so we all got together and we collaborated 21 people collaborated on this one book and we all have different topics different problems and different solutions. So what made it the Amazon bestseller was because of that fact that we only not, we did not only have problems, but we had solutions to that, to those problems. And we had contact information. So it's, it's a good book. It's an excellent resource for if you think about um, college 
and your children are still infants. There are people in the book that have those type of that type of information that you can you can have this already planned out for your child, the college, the scholarships, the everything. And then there are some diversity of um, racing there, um, going through race, going, uh, uh, there are uh, diversity capabilities in the book. Principals talk about their first year as a principal. So it is very, it is, very diverse and it is very resourceful and mine is on the lack of of natural teaching the opportunity at home and the first thing i bring out is that um well the first two things parents are intimidated because of lack of of higher education but as a natural teacher you don't have to be intimidated and they're also intimidated be because of um, they're not home. Maybe they work part time, and they um, and they're home part time. Well, you don't have to feel um, any sort of way about that because, like I said at the beginning, homeschool is using the child's environment. So whoever's are if you if you have people coming in into the child's environment, they can just pick it up from there because it's all natural. It's no buying books. It's no um, looking at certain shows. It's going around your day with the child involved in things. And you talk to them. You show them things. It is, to me, is the best way to incorporate your child into learning, into education without feeling uh, overwhelmed. Because whatever you do in your day, your child is there with you. And you, you talk to them. You point out things. You, it's just so engaging. And it's so easy. It's yes. so easy. It's so easy. Yeah. I may and what's the name of that book? What's because you didn't the, give us the title. Oh, of that oh okay. The title that of the the first book is um, "Educators Who Know What to Do." Yes, Educators yes. who know what to do. Experts in education. Nice. That's nice. the first one. They can get through you, and and if they live stateside they can get to you and I, and you would get to me if they want a copy of that book and we'll work out something that will be um, less expensive than Amazon. And it will, it will give me a chance to also to get to know people that are interested in those topics. Nice. Yes. I think um, when I heard about natural teaching, when you told me about natural teaching, it made everything mm -hmm a lot easier for me because I was coming from like an educator mindset when I first started homeschooling my daughter where mm -hmm. I'm like yeah I'm gonna need lesson plans and I'm gonna need you know to think about this beforehand and I'm gonna have to have it already set up and don't get me wrong mm -hmm. I see so many people like when you go on YouTube and you go on Instagram that's mostly what you see mm -hmm. um if, the, if it's not like they're not um calling it like unschooling Right. If you don't see it like someone calling it unschooling and they're just out being free, usually mm -hmm. what I see on the social media is like people are planning homeschool and they they got everything set up, everything is organized. And me, yes. even as a teacher, I was never like that. I'm just not a like I would love right. to be more organized, but that's just never who I was, even as a teacher. But I still had that mindset. Like you know, there are still certain things that I expected as a teacher that I did. Um, so bringing those things into the home with a toddler and to me, I didn't teach kindergarten in first grade. I mean, I had an experience mm -hmm. when I was a substitute, but that's not my, that wasn't like my field of education. That wasn't like 
uh, my expertise. I wasn't like teaching, you know, toddlers and things. So I'm thinking it's going to be kind of the same way, same, you know, flow. I can plan it out. We'll do it. But that's just not how my toddler is. And so it was very hard for me. And we had this conversation about it being very hard mentally for me. And then hearing you like coming to the meeting and hearing you talk about natural teaching, when I realized like, oh, I'm just really doing way too much. Like she is a toddler and I can, and you know, I don't have to force, like you said, force learning. It can just be so easy as walking around, talking Mm -hmm. about the things that we see, doing things, counting things, counting objects in our house. I love that. And so I've been Mm -hmm. doing that way more. And I can just tell that my daughter is more receptive to Mm -hmm. that type of learning because with that type of learning, you do follow your child's interests. I follow Mm -hmm. her interests now more a lot. And I love interest-based learning. And I think that's Mm -hmm. how kids should learn. We shouldn't have to force children to learn how to count or force them you know, to learn their letters, mm-hmm. it should be something easy and we can use their environment. So I love that. Yes. Yes. Thank you for that. My um, grandson that I've been working with the most of my grandkids, um, he, he, he told me the other day that he was in the sixth grade and he's five years old. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes. But he said, he says he's in the sixth grade, but you know what? The child can read. I mean, we haven't had him evaluate evaluated on his reading or whatever but I, I'm pretty sure the child can read sixth grade words nice. and so he, he definitely can say them and I have clips on on my social media that people are so surprised at and always asking us how old he is um, because of that because of his language and because of his social skills and all that they always want to know how old he is and it all comes from from schooling natural teaching at home yes it's always it always amazes me that um, parents don't necessarily see themselves as their child's first teacher. Like exactly. you talk to a lot of parents, and you know they they have a fear about homeschooling, and you're you're like, well, what do you think you've been doing already? Exactly. You know, yeah. and I had made an outline the other. No, it's been a few months now. I had made an outline, and the public and private teachers are at the very bottom. Cause think about it. Your baby's in your womb. You already teaching your baby what you're eating, what you're listening to or not listening to, your conversation with others. You know, all that is in that baby because that baby's in inside of you and those vibes, vibrations that that you're feeling. The the baby's going through all those emotions. So you're already with that child. And then when the child is born, you're teaching that child. And and then if you go to any type of, of, of a, uh, places in your community those community people are teaching that child the parent the parent is the first teacher and then whoever comes in your home the teacher when, once you put them in public spaces that's way down there yes because that's, that's way later. down there that's right it's what's right. wild is it started out though like that way even with teachers still seeing their children their um the parents as their first Mm -hmm. teacher my mom showed me her report card the other day and I had to take a picture of it because on the front of it and this is from 1969 um, 1970 school year Mm -hmm. it says parents are the children's first and most important teachers the school will be most effective in the academic training if we establish a harmonious and cooperative working relationship Oh, wow. that's beautiful. Right? That's like, how I feel. Wow, I like, oh, yes. I take a picture. 
Yes. You don't even hear that message in school nope. today. Mm-mm. When I try to tell parents that they are their child's first teacher, they're looking at me like, uh-uh, I'm not nobody's teacher. I don't got yes. the patience for that. Uh-uh, right. you, teacher. you need to tell me what to do. And I'm like, girl, you got this. This is yeah. your child. <laughs> yes. That's right. Oh, man, that's so beautiful. And you're right. They don't go that way. They go in opposite. They want the child in the school younger and younger. Yes. They want them in public places private private school younger and younger but you know your child passed by all these things in their surrounding every day day in and day out and you tell them one thing just like uh my grandson we used to walk through our neighborhood and there was a new building getting ready to be uh, constructed and we talked about that and every so often we would go past that and he would see it coming up coming up so he saw something from from the beginning to the end you know, that's a process that that's a manifesting of things that that is growth. And when we do that naturally, then they're going to look at things differently. They're going to look at things in their surrounding differently. So you is I, I don't know how we got so far away from that, but um, I'm here to pull it back. And you guys are helping me. And I thank you for it because we need to go back to that. Yeah, that way of thinking. Yeah, that's what I always start with because I, I have a lot mm-hmm. of parents. We were just at the park um, when we were in Virginia and I was passing out my cards, my business cards and stuff with the app and stuff. And mm-hmm. I had a parent come up to me after I had given them the card. They came up and they were just like, you know, I'm just curious, you know, our, our child is only four at this, right now. And we're just, you know, wondering um, like what it what it takes to, you know, to teach them at home. And I'm just like, well, you're already doing it. I said, you've already taught them. You're t- you've already taught them the thank you, your welcomes, the colors, how to brush their teeth, how to wash their face, how to, you know, just the basic yes. things. And parents don't give themselves credit for that. And I always nope. like concerns me. It's like, you know, I always congratulate myself each year that I that they celebrate a birthday. I'm like, oh girl, you did it. They survived exactly. another year. Bam. They thriving out here in these streets. Like, yes. Exactly. I credit myself growing. for that. Yes. <laughs> and so it's 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 sad that parents don't look at themselves in that manner because it's like you're already doing and have yes. done so much before yes. you even think about putting them in the school system like you you've done it yes. like you're yes. getting them like how they walk into them doors especially at kindergarten they're walking mm-hmm. in and sitting down and paying attention to another adult is you mm-hmm. like you think that yes. and parents don't recognize that and, and it's like well, we gotta yet yeah, like you said we gotta get back to that parents have mm-hmm. to recognize their important role in their children's education whether they're at home or in a traditional school setting they have to understand, like, you are still the leader in that. So That's right. Wow, yeah, love it. that's awesome. And you know what? When when I even go to, I'm, I'm put the title on this, um, we as parents need to um, encourage and need to give give them kudos, too. When we see their, kid, their kids doing something in public spaces, we draw attention to that. I, I find myself doing that more. It may become a little bit um, obnoxious, but <laughs> I do that because, you know, we need that. We need that from each other. Yeah. We spot their kids sitting or in the buggy quietly or, or walking along and not pulling things off the shelf, you know, because they need that too. They need yes, that. Yes. No, we were at the park yesterday and there was this mom that was in front of me. I was on the phone though. Um, 
but I was just watching her and she was standing back while her daughter was climbing up the rock wall. And like, she was just standing back and little girl would slip and she like, you know, move forward, but she wouldn't like intervene. Yeah. And I was like, oh, good job, mom. Like she was letting her, you know, figure it out and work it out on her own. And I wanted to tell her like, oh, you, that was really good. Like you're doing yes. great, but I was yes. on the phone. So right. <laughs> well, yeah, but you get it though. You get yes. it. And I, yes. I think we do need more of that. I think so, that would make parenting a little bit easier too if you kind of celebrate your milestones. I yes. feel like we take it on as like this hard responsibility um, and we should praise ourselves more about yes. doing doing the things that we need to do as parents to raise children. It's not easy. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm thinking of all the things I'm proud of that I really didn't even think of as, like you said, as teaching, like teaching yes. my daughter how to brush her teeth yeah like yes. her potty going to the bathroom her potty yes. training those are things that you have to learn yes. like you need yes. to learn those and things potty first. training <laughs> yes. is like oh that definitely takes the parents dedication like that really i feel like that's what holds the child up or you know pushes them forward that is, yes. Parent oh, is yes. oh yeah because all them public restroom breaks and yes. all that like yes. oh my gosh girl i was like pull, pull, pull up on <laughs> like I committed myself to staying at home for two weeks when I was potty training because I felt like the first week was the hardest but girl we was in the house naked and all like hey I still got a picture of Morgan's first poop in my phone honey like that was (laughs) a celebration okay I know all that like I I recognize the work I do like mm-hmm. I don't know how to shortchange myself but now that they're getting older and older I give a lot of credit to them because it's still them that yeah like, exactly in all this stuff and acting upon it because they could choose otherwise that's but, true um, yes yeah, a lot Miss Glow I want to ask you though because you are of a different generation than us and mm-hmm. we had this conversation how do you feel about being your children's friends Right now, as adults, that's that's no as a, as a child, like oh, as, as a, a child when it was mm-hmm. children. Yes, because you well, know you hear the notion of I'm you, not your friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I you know what? Right. I, I think we we were different hats at different times. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that a lot of times when I I, I discipline my children um, the old fashioned way, I did, and there was uh five six and seven I think somewhere in there and I gave them a question and one of the questions one of the answers were that um sometimes sometimes I hit them I hit they well you have to remember their age the wrong one and that made me rethink discipline and so I think if you're going to be your child's friend then you have to listen as a friend, not listen as a, a mom or as a teacher at that time. So I think we need to, um, I believe in being my children's friend. I mean, it, it's, it's the friend in me and the child in me that did certain things like garden, like ceramics, like um, taking them to, um, uh, we doing homeschool at the park. That's my. That's the friend in me. That's not so much as the teacher. You know, I want to go to the park and put my feet in the water too. Let's go. You know. So yeah, I believe in being a, a child's friend. I do. But like oh, I say, awesome. everything in, in in perspective too. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
sweet. See, and that's what we were having a conversation because you hear it. Um, you hear it from a lot of people, um, yeah. especially older generations. Like y'all trying to be these children friends. I ain't my child friend. <laughs> like, I know. And you know, um, coming from my point of view, I I hear a lot too of um, property. Like, like when you in this house, you would do this. And the, the child, I think, uh, bucks that. Uh, um, because if we're a family, you can't say this is mine. This is our home. We want to keep our home looking and smelling good. We want to keep our home nice. We want to keep, you know, and then when it comes to room, if you say this is our home, well, this is our room. You may live in there and sleep in there, but you know, I like seeing the room nice and neat. This is this is our let's let's pick up, let's clean up, let's you know, make it nice and neat. And I, I don't like when I see um, um, TikToks and other social media and the, the children got these signs on their door, private, keep out. <laughs> you know, or got that, what's that, skeleton, you know, and those things on there. I don't like seeing that. But that that's me. I like it. We can walk in every room, you know, unless, of course, we're doing something that is private, adult privacy, you know. I believe in that. But even with the fridge, with our refrigerator, we have a spot on the lower shelf for Zeke and he can go there. He get his juice, yes. he get his water. You know, it, this is our place. Yes. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the, oh, I got to ask for this and this and this. Like, that's not, that's never been my thing. Um, yeah, that's, that's really, that's really major. I even, like, I try that with the car. It doesn't work though, Miss Glow, because they be back there abusing the car. I told them <laughs> when I get a new car, they gonna have to Uber everywhere and meet me there because they not going in my backseat. It's my, look, my new car. <laughs> <laughs> look. But the way that you've treated this one, I don't know if I'm gonna have you back. Maybe that's the practice car. <laughs> hey the practice it's not working <laughs> it's not working but i do say are like are like you know to yes. get them involved but honey that's yes. actually they got footprints <laughs> on the ceiling i just don't even know how we got here i really don't well, we had a van in ours we gave them each a seat and that was their they responsible for that seat. So nice. yeah yeah so we did that but now it's a small car i don't know how to give each Person window, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Oh, but we have windows <laughs> because you know we do Instacart, and the people at the store used to give them stickers all the time. Uh-huh. Like and oh. all those Morgan on created a, a Christmas tree on her window out of the stickers, and Kennedy got her her first and last name on her window with stickers, and like it's just it's wild back there. Look, other kids get in the car and they look concerned, Miss Glow. They look like, <laughs> yo, what's going on in here? Do you have any kind of door? Just, just say they that's freedom. My mother gives us freedom. Yes, that's they car. Have- <laughs> it definitely is. It definitely yeah, is. that's they car. Well, maybe you should save it to they they old enough to drive and let them take their driver's test and that and let the inspect and say, be there. hey, you can't have yeah. one. Yeah. It's they car. Look, that's they car now. You getting a oh, new one? Is. That's they car. Yes. They and to, to be, be honest, <laughs> and to be honest, I that's really sweet. love that. I didn't grow up hearing like this is our home. Like when I really yeah. think about it, I didn't hear those words like this is our home. And so I really feel like um that establishes a positive relationship between your child, between uh-huh. you. It's like you bring you actually showing them their place 
in the uh-huh. house, like in the family. You're a part of this family. This isn't just yes. my house. This is your yes. house as well. And that builds positive yes. relationships. And I think that's something that we have to reflect on as parents, like going back to that friend thing. It's yes. like, yes, you are your child's um, parent. You are a parent. You are yes. a leader. But yes. we can't forget about simple things as being our child's friend because yes. it's easy to be a friend it's it's yes. it can when you have to be you know but you got to still have those boundaries but you yes. can still you can still be your child's friend yes and and gain respect I don't feel like yes. it has to be either or yes and so I love that I'm a, I, I got to, I just I'm gonna start telling people that more often like yes. who, when I go back to mom's house this is our house <laughs> okay <laughs> Nah, she ain't having it. <laughs> but, and the other day I was telling Zika um, about the house that we stay in now here. I said, you know what? This house doesn't belong to us. If we don't treat this house nice, they may kick us out. Well, that evening his mom said something. He said, yeah, mom, because if we don't do it, they're going to kick us out. And that's. Yes. Oh. But you know that they're taking all that stuff yes. in. If you say this is my house, you got to do this and that. Well, that's how they're gonna perceive that. And one day you may come and find your house junkier than ever. Yes. But it's, it's, uh, this is our house. Let's let's take care of our house. Let's take care of our things and other folks' things. So yes, I like that. You make it more of a collaboration as opposed to yes. a, you know authority. Like okay, yes. I'm, the, I'm the adult and you need to do this yes. and do this because I said so. I'm the adult yes. as opposed right. to we're all working together to do exactly. this and accomplish this goal. So that's yes. a big deal. Can you see a lot even, of parents? Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say a lot of parents are more on the control factor. Like they're mm-hmm. trying to control something or have mm-hmm. possession of kids, at, mm-hmm. you know, like, and so mm-hmm. they're trying to make them move in a, a way that they, just because they said it, as opposed mm-hmm. to like, we're growing, we're all growing together. We're all learning together. So it's, it's refreshing to hear that, especially with you being mm-hmm. of an older generation. Yes. Um, that's what really matters. Like, mm-hmm. And I was going to say, even even on our jobs, we say we are team members. We are, you know, mm-hmm. we are a team. And you have a relationship with, with people that's over you that they can still be your friend. But when they get your, your, the job, then you, you know the boundaries, like we were saying. You know how, what to say to them on that job. You won't say the same thing to them on that job that you would say if you guys are relaxing at home or whatever. So even in those public spaces, even in private spaces, you know, we, we, we have this going on. So why not, in our family home, you know, why not where it matters the most, I think. Yes. It's so important to have a, mm-hmm. like a, a fan, like the family union, the family unit, when mm-hmm. we think about it, it should, it should be like a team. Like you said, if we mm-hmm. can go to work, I, like you said, I'm a teacher. So I know all about teams and being mm-hmm. a part of teams and working with people. And yeah, you have to try to work with um other people and make things Mm -hmm. work and you can't do it alone so it's like in a family you're not alone right or you're not like as a family we should be thinking about doing it together all i can remember Mm -hmm. like hearing y'all talk all i can remember is hearing clean your room clean your room clean Mm -hmm. your room Mm -hmm. and i'm like and don't get me wrong i know i'm at a certain age where i can clean my room but Mm -hmm. it's like okay well this is my room this is my space like you said you see kids with 
um, DN- probably like don't disturb and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's probably because they feel like that's their space. This mm-hmm. is their space that they can control mm-hmm. in the house because it's their room. And it's like, yeah. you your parents, clean your room or go to your room or that's mm-hmm. your, you know? And mm-hmm. so. That was like triggering. I'm not even gonna lie. That was kind of triggering. That's all I could hear in my head. I'm like, yo, oh. I don't want to do that with my daughter. Right. It's, it's mm-hmm. honestly, it is our room because I would love mm-hmm. to be able to just come in your room and sit down and not feel yes. weird. Or like, exactly. I come in. Like, no, mm-hmm. I don't want that type of egg type eggshell authoritative relationship right. with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, well, that I is a big that. thing. And yeah, because you know you do, and because parents parents make it a point to say you know my living room or this is my mm-hmm. area like that you know it's like mm-hmm. they make a big point and big deal about all the other spaces in the house so I can see mm-hmm. why pa- why teenagers especially take possession of their room and make mm-hmm. it their room because mm-hmm. it's like everywhere in the house yeah this is you know that's not their space yeah, so I could definitely right. see that but I, I like Aaliyah said I love that you say are like yeah no. yeah Cause I know growing up, I, we couldn't lock the door. Like we closed mm-hmm. the door, but you better not lock that door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had to always have, like they be not able to come inside of that room. Exactly. <laughs> that you oh, are barring right now. <laughs> I never really thought it was mine. I just, you know. Barring. On ball time, right. <laughs> yes, yes. Cause yes. you know, you are getting evicted eventually. So. Exactly. Exactly. But you know, as a natural teacher, using those those concepts and methods and things of that nature, your your child, even from a young age, if you start at a young age and explore with them, you know, the home, I think they will grow up to feel differently about and their respect it. Yeah, that's definitely. right. Yes. yes if you make it an R thing not mm-hmm. just the my this is my house this is my mm-hmm. house you gonna listen to my rules I like know. you know all that stuff and I don't know like how we like I don't know because I, I make it a point to tell people I'm not trying to control my kids like I don't mm-hmm. want to control them I want to grow mm-hmm. with them I want to yes. guide them um, yes you know be their source um mm-hmm. but I don't want to control them like right they're another little person that got all this stuff going on inside of them that I have no idea about and I just want to make sure that I'm always their comfort zone I want to make sure I'm always the go-to of like they're like okay I got a question about something I'm gonna go to my mom like you Mm -hmm. see a lot of parents like building a relationship and me and Mary was talking about this yesterday it's like a lot of parents confuse fear with respect Mm-hmm. And a lot of parents are okay with their kids fearing them as opposed uh-huh. to and equating that to their children respecting them. And it's yes. like, no, just because they're scared that you're going to do something to them don't mean that they respect you. Exactly. Exactly. When and they I, just have the fear of being caught. I don't even think they really uh-huh. like, it might not even be the fear of the parent. It's the fear of the caught and the consequence that yes. the parents give. Because that's why you see most kids are, you know, you tell them not to do something, they'll go ahead and do it. They just don't want to get caught by their parent. So, yeah, that is a lack of respect because you feel like because of your your child fears you, you feel like they do respect you. And that's not the case. That's not, no. I was going to say, even with me disciplining my children, when I disciplined them, it was disciplined, loving, forgotten, you know? So I worked really hard on that 
And just like other parents, sometimes I slip or whatever, but I was really concerned. I, I didn't want discipline to be like uh, a punishment. I want to be a teaching, you know, what do you learn from that? What, you know, and a lot of times my, my kids would, um, would say, uh, Mom, you have had us standing in the hall or bending over in the hall, and you just went off and forgot about us. And but it was intentionally. I did. I I wanted you to think about it. And I, you know, I mean, giving our child time to reflect is a good thing. It's not. That's not a bad thing. But I yeah. I do I do um, with my grandkids. It's less. It's less. Um, it's less. Um, of a, I don't like using corporal punishment, but it's less of a paddle than it is of a, uh, you think about that more type thing. But you know, when you, when you grow and learn, you do better. And I'm always growing and learning. So yes. I, I do better. Yes. Nice. I love that. We are never too old. I literally just wrote a post about how we are never too old to grow and learn and heal no. on our journey, especially if mm-hmm. we have little ones and young learners, because they're going to push us forward to keep, That's right. keep growing and learning. That's okay? right. My daughter yeah. is doing new things every single day. And I'm like, yo, I really be learning. I'm learning every day. I'm growing. Oh, you know, when I Oh, she froze. Oh, well, I tell you, you know, that the other, I always call things the other day. (laughs) Why did you do that? Why did you do that? Why did you do that? But then it's right after that is to get the bill or I'm going to hit you or whatever it is. It's not like enough time to reflect. Why you do that? Pow. Yeah. I don't know why I don't. I didn't have enough time to think. <laughs> so it's like, you want to answer? Like, <laughs> right. Did you even want to answer? Was that a rhetorical question? And I think that, yeah, kids need time to reflect. We forget that they're just, they're still learning and growing. And so they are going to make mistakes and that's okay. And instead of saying it's bad behavior and disciplining them um, in a traumatic way, we should reflect as parents and and let the child reflect too on their behavior and I think it will help them to understand and grow more than like you said doing corporal punishment like yes sometimes because I feel like people say that's necessary and if that's how you feel okay it's necessary but I definitely feel like a, a necessary part of it as well for kids to actually move forward like you said move forward forgotten learn from it is to reflect yes it is yeah, and you when you when you discipline out of training, you don't you don't um, spank or whatever you want to call it to bruise. You don't do that, you know. And that's another thing I see in in areas. You know, you see bruising on the legs, welts, and stuff like that. And I don't think that. I think you're you're getting more of your anger out than yes. you know and that's I think that's what the most dangerous part about like spanking or or whooping your kids is mm-hmm. because of like we come across so much stuff like you know as far as experiences go throughout our day yes. and when you come upon a child like after you've been to work, you've been in traffic, you've been like, you know, had all these experiences that you haven't been able to release your anger on 
and you get there and your child has made you snap that quick and it's like mm-hmm. okay the first thing you do is strike it's because mm-hmm. you're that upset, but that anger yeah. isn't all for that child, though. Right. And that's mm-hmm. where it becomes like, okay, are, are you really disciplining or are you releasing something that you wanted to release earlier or, mm-hmm. you know, in another way, but you haven't, you weren't able to. So that's, exactly. that's, that's why it's, it's real dangerous to me. That's real. I believe that. And when I, at the time when we were raising our children, our little ones, um, before we had children, we used to take uh, walks. You know, after he got home from work, we used to take walks. Because once we get down in the house to business, we don't want anything from the office to penetrate what we was doing. So after having children, he would stay away from home on his way to on his way home. He would diffuse and do whatever he needed to do. So when he come into the house, he came in as daddy, as father right and it worked it was it was so beautiful it worked now you know you're human and when things things are not together then we see that side of it too but we was adamant on doing that making sure that we did that Mm -hmm. that is so important because Mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of parents think about like that like you know the fact that you are at work all day and Mm -hmm. you come you know your boss may have made you mad another employee may have made you mad all this mm-hmm. stuff and you carrying it, you're carrying it, you're carrying it. Mm-hmm. Or also you've seen, um, I've seen like, I don't know if I've seen a post or seen something like that said, like sometimes people give their best selves at work. At like work. You know, mm-hmm. they're giving yeah. all of like the niceness and politeness yes. and respect and love. And they want to keep their job. Exactly. And then they get home and it's like, ah, why you do this? Like, you know, everything's real short because you've been bottling it up all day and just smiling your way through the day. And then you get home and you're upset and your children and your family get all of that, that instead of the the good and the polite that you've been giving off. Yeah. So reflection is needed and decompression is needed. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> decompress seriously because people be out here angry i know we're gonna have a conversation about this too but just seeing these kids and seeing and just seeing people in general and how we are reacting to situations yeah i'm like yeah we we gotta end how we react to our children yeah because it's like it seems like you know with children it it's like a, a free all we could just snap and you know they're gonna it's gonna be okay because they're kids and we had this conversation with star as well like how you know, parents will say stuff to them, say something to their child that's hurtful. And just because they're kids, like, it's okay. But it's like, no, we got to we gotta really work on, yeah. you know, where that where that emotion and pent up energy is coming from to the point yeah. where we are literally hurting our children's feelings yeah. off of yeah. emotions that we have or how we are feeling. Being yeah. adults and not being able to maintain or, or work through your emotions or express yourself in a manner that doesn't take you having to lash out or negative energy out like yeah that's that's a big deal and this I was telling parents about when they taught their children's toddlers how to use short sentences you know because they tell them rambling off and telling their child you didn't do this do this do that that little (laughs) toddler and the only words they hear is the first word and the last two words Mm -hmm. I mean, and so why why do that to them? And then you're frustrated because they didn't hear that, but you didn't give them time to absorb, you know, the words. The, it's, it's crazy. But yeah, as parents, we need to rethink 
that. Yes. Because their little brains can't absorb 20 words a second. Yeah, Mm -hmm. or words that they haven't even been introduced to. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. They don't even know what it means. <laughs> and please don't tell them they like the other parent because then they look at the other parent and see what the other parent. I'm like, you know, I'm mean. Mm-hmm. I'm, no, please don't put that on them. They're their own selves. Yes, oh. my nephew has. Uh, he just had his fourth, um, fourth son. But just hearing him talk about his his boys, like he gives you a whole like a sheet of this is oh he's like this he does this and he did it like you know like already giving you all his characteristics and traits and stuff like and that's just him yeah and yeah whatever they do he's gonna expect them to be falling one of those categories yes Right, yeah. let him let him grow. Yes, yeah, let, let him, him let continue him continue to grow. Like you're trying to put this baby in a box already. Yes, and tell already. That that's his personality. Like no, exactly. Him. No, our personality change as we grow and mature. So you know, what? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, that's that's. <laughs> Oh, you should hear him, honey. You should hear him. Um, oh. It's it's really interesting because, like I said, it's my nephew. So these are my great nephews now, and it's right interesting is to see them. Is neck is um it's it's the mixture. It is um because I was over there and I ain't gonna lie, and he probably won't listen to this anyway. So I'm gonna talk about him real quick. But <laughs> like I said, he got a new a newborn, and he's a week now. But he got, he has stair steppers too. So the oldest is five. So he got five, four, three, and then this one, the uh-huh. new one. Uh-huh. Well, honey, the, the second, the oldest did something. I don't even know. I was too caught up in the baby, but he did something. Next thing you hear is a pop. And then he's telling him something. And then girl, he come, he come and come and grab the belt. And he take him in the room, and I said, "Oh my goodness, like I'm worth." But he come out like you know he he just tell him, "Did you learn from that? Did you learn like you how are you all right now? Like some some either way he comes back, and I'm like, "What's going on?" And he's like, "I don't really use the belt. I just use it to like you know just like so I forgot how he said. Well, I was like, "Well, I said I I, I said well it scared me." <laughs> And I, yes. I looked at the baby, the newborn, and I said, what kind of plantation are they running over here? <laughs> What's going on? Are you okay? And, yeah, because it's in the air. The vibes are in the air. Yes. And he's yes. like, my nephew's not a small, like he's not small or meek. Like he's he, like, he played football and stuff. So it's like, you know, like you're a big figure to them. And yes. like, I get that you have boys and like, you know, you're trying to rein in control and feel like, oh, your child needs to act. Like, stop. Let them- yes. Like they're babies. Like there's still, yes. there's so much more that they still have to learn and understand. It's and true. you're expecting them to be on the level that you're on already. And it's wild. And, but yes. I know he's a young parent first and foremost so I understand his patient and he tells me all the time that his patience isn't like that so the fact that he recognizes that and everything but I sent him this video look soon as I got home 
sent him a video. Like just something to think about because it's just yes. these are little people and they just want love. Like that's that yes. love speaks to them louder and like much more than fear. Yes. yes. Cause fear is not a correct, like I don't feel like that's something that corrects anything or or allows people to grow. That's just them, like you said, Aaliyah, fearing the consequence of whatever their action is. They still may do it. Um, but it's just the fear of, oh, shucks, if I get caught or if if they know I did this, like then I'm a, you know, yes. I'm gonna act like that. But no, I don't wanna, I don't want anybody to fear me. Like that's that's yeah. so like traumatizing. That's yeah. tra- like it's yeah. traumatizing. It is. And so like I told him, when you picked up that bad boy, you scared me. Like yes. you understand and, what yes. you look like to these little people. Yes, exactly. He's towering over. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that's but, a powerful image. And I don't like to speak on it. I really, yeah, I don't like to see kids get beat. And when I do, when I be in an environment, I just got to look the other way because people are very sensitive about their parenting. And I never want to make somebody, you know, feel like doing the wrong thing or they're bad or whatever the case may be. But we do, we as parents, we do have way more control over how we discipline our children. We don't have to go back to how we were disciplined or what we were used to. And I really do feel like beating, like severely beating and getting angry, that is deeply rooted in what we have seen images of people being beaten as well. That's why I said we're on a plantation, they running over here. (laughs) I mean, that's what, you know, that's where we go back to with that is the whole little mentality of, oh, in order to get someone to listen, you got to beat them into submission, basically. And that's yeah, your child isn't your slave and you aren't the master of your child, you know? I think that we have to really get that out of our head. That's some real stuff right there. When it comes to um, like the way that, and I don't know, you know, if it's everybody, but I'm just saying when I, how I've grown up and seen things and seen discipline and sometimes I've been disciplined. Cause I'm not going to lie. My mom, she didn't beat me a lot, but I will say I've been beaten out of anger. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I've seen people getting beat out of anger and I've seen these things. And, and I told my mom, we had this conversation of how I felt like it was, you know, very traumatic for me. I didn't feel like I needed to be beat. It didn't help me. I didn't need to be beat. Okay. You know, I was already sensitive. All you had to do was raise your voice and I was crying and thinking about my actions. You didn't have to beat me. Okay. And I really felt like it was super traumatic. And she did apologize. And I appreciate that because there are parents who haven't gotten to that point where they have, you have traumatized your child for beating them. Just accept it. Just accept the fact. It's okay. Because we know that you probably have been beaten as well. And it's very, um, it's very generational, especially in, you know, African-American communities. But Mm -hmm. we do got to get to a point where we just realize that that is not an effective way of disciplining our children. Right. I want to know what comes after that. Exactly. An apology. Oh, I'm sorry. Or I or do you understand? You, made me, you you shouldn't have done that. You made me, you know. Yeah. Back on the child. Mm. Yes. That, then mommy wouldn't have to do that, or daddy wouldn't have to do that. Well, you could always walk away and say, yeah. "Go to your room. I'll talk to you later." To you, you mm-hmm. know. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, it's just. 
it's it is like you said Ali, as far as like seeing the discipline happen or just seeing like how some parents talk to like little people like that it's just like you do understand that these children are like they're still freshly processing whatever it is that they just experienced and you're not helping them grow through that experience like you're stunning their growth because now it's like they're tiptoeing around you scared of what your reaction is going to be around about something and it's it's very damaging it's definitely like you said generational um Mm -hmm. because my sister will definitely admit that she definitely did some parenting um in a manner that she that was all she knew how to do um being raised by my aunt and everything like she did things like not in accordance to like necessarily how she feels now about things but it's it's wild it's it's sad um but it's a lot and it's okay to admit that you know as a a parent of an adult child it is okay to admit that you did not know what you was doing it's okay okay I feel like that's okay yes well you know we work real hard at that at making sure that not only in our home but in the homes that we invite into our homes because when I was raising my children, when we was raising our children, we really picked, picked, chose people that was quality people. And we didn't do a lot of letting them go out to other people's homes, but our home was always open. They can come in and, and stay as long as they want to and do whatever, you know. But we really picked our, our friends, handpicked spirit pick yeah <laughs> oh, no, that's right yes. i know that is right because when i said that i got so much bash like of like how i'm trying to control my daughter's life i'm like no i actually want to choose her friends i want to see you know i want i want to like you said hand pick spirit pick because that's important because those people yeah. are going to have an effect on my child that's right yes they will yes they will it's not i don't think that's control i think you're just trying to you know be more cautious and it's important yeah. Love, yeah, that's love. Just like disciplines of love, you want the right people in your child's space so that you don't have to have those moments like, where did they hear that from? Where did they pick yes. that up from? Or whatever, yes. you know? Yes. So I know you have an upcoming book. Well, before yes. we let you go, um, we want to talk about your upcoming book a little bit. Yes. Um, okay, thank you. Yes. What is it and what is it about? Okay. Well, it stemmed from the chapter that I had wrote in the educators who know what to do uh, about because a lot of a lot of parents and and other folks who else concerned about children are now looking to homeschooling and some of them are already into homeschooling and some of them are wanting to leave homeschooling because they, you know, different situations. So I decided that I want to write a complete book of five mistakes that homeschoolers make and how you can avoid them. Um, Great title. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. Yes. And, I, and it's, the, it's the same color, well, about the same color of the book that I collaborated on. It has... Um, it has the five chapters and have have in there the, the the problems, scenarios, and solutions. 
and then it has also a part on natural teaching because that was covered a little bit in the, the educators who know. And then it has 25 questions and answers that I feel that parents um, would have uh, asked. And so as a parent, I got five, 25 questions out of it. And then all our information, free stuff is in there, information where you can go to uh, for, um, higher higher level of thinking or however you want to put it. The, the chapters I have in there, not in a particular order, I'm just rambling them off right now. I have a chapter in, in there on doing too much, doing too little, uh, not building community, not taking care of yourself. And then what's the, um, doing too much, not taking care of yourself. There's one more chapter in there. I can't pull it up right now in my brain, but um, there are chapters that are very important if you're thinking of homeschooling, if you're in the midst of homeschooling or natural teaching. Uh, it is, I started on the infancy and went up to middle school, middle, middle school no higher um, elementary, because like four or five years old. So. Uh, I say higher elementary. You can use it for that, but I concentrated on infancy to four and five years old. So those to me are really the important years. Yeah. Because if you like those, everything else is like catch up, but you can catch up. Indeed, indeed. Yes, I love that. Um, so could you give us some words of advice for new homeschoolers, um, something that they would benefit from, um, you know, because you know, the five mistakes that yes, <laughs> homeschoolers exactly. gone in on. So could you give us a little words of advice for new homeschoolers? Yes, yes I can. Um, the first thing I want to say, if you pulling your kids from public or private spaces, um, homeschooling is nothing like that, except that you have your child and they, um, they had a, your child. Um, do not try to base your homeschool on someone else's homeschool. Um, your, you, how you think in your home, how your children think in your home, totally different than how I thought in my home or how, you know, jail, uh, you know, anyone thinks in there. So your homeschooling experience will be your homeschooling experience. Don't think that you have to follow um, all the rules that you've been reading about. You know, you've been collecting all these books, God help you, and looking at all these YouTubes and all that. Just take a break and talk to your children. What, what, what are they interested, what they like to do? And you can have things that your children can do uh, for a month. You know, you don't have to, it's your home, it's your children, it's their interest. You want to get them interested, committed to learning, excited about learning, you know, so that makes your um, job, as we would say, easy. And another thing I like, that that is, oh, that is, that is what I call following the crowd. That's the one I missed, following the crowd. So I spoke about that already. When you you got all this information and you following this person, that person, this group, that group. Ooh, that's confusion, even with me talking about it. And then the fact that trying to do too much, your child has a life ahead of them. 
Don't try to cram it all into a week or a month or a year. Just relax. Go with the flow. Enjoy. Yes. <laughs> because you make them, you make them relax. You make them go with the flow. You make them interested in their world around them. I think that I think those two things probably enough. <laughs> yeah, no, you hit it. That, yes. Especially the first one with following the crowd. Cause like Aaliyah said, like there's them YouTube and Instagram videos and all that stuff. They must be look, making it look like, oh, dang, I'm not doing enough. But you uh-huh. know, luckily I just ignore all that stuff anyway. So I don't really care. <laughs> However, for a new homeschooler, new homeschool mom or um, dad or guardian, it is a lot to take in to see other people's homeschool lives and what mm-hmm. they're doing. And so mm-hmm. that is, I feel like the number one um, important thing is no comparing and con- I call it no comparing and contrasting. Mm-hmm. No comparing yes. and contrasting. Your home, your way. Yeah, I tell yes. parents, I say, you know what? It doesn't make a difference if, because I, I tell them, get the alphabet, um, capital letters, not fancy, but just regular, you know, and I say, you can put that in a gold frame. You can put that in, a, in a, a picture, a regular picture frame. You can just tack down the back of your door. However, it's the same learning. Yes. It's the same learning. Don't get intimidated when you see all these rich folks. They, you know, no, it's the same learning. Yes, they yes. got whole schoolhouses in their house. <laughs> right, whole playground, schoolhouses. You, you have textures, you have colors. They have textures, they have colors. You have towel or car, whatever you have, but it's the same learning. They, they're gonna learn their numbers the same way. They're gonna learn their alphabet the same way. So I don't care if you're out here with dirt, dirt ground, you go out there and I have a, a thing on my TikTok when we're at the beach and I get a stick and I write number one on the ground. I don't care if you have a gold pen, that number one is gonna be written the same way. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes ma'am. And something that I, I love, love that it. you said is you don't have to do all the subjects in one day. I know we've been in school where we got to do math, science, reading, music, dance, all this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> we got to do all this stuff in one day. And people really do feel that way. I've seen no. some of schedules where it's like at 830, we do reading. At this time, we do math. And I'm like, why don't you just do reading for one day? Why, why you got to do all these subjects? And I was trying to tell this lady, I was giving her advice because she wanted to do so much and i'm like if you really want to homeschool take it slow you don't have to do math and reading and science all in one day that is ridiculous okay as a a natural teacher uh my grandson reads the cereal box my grandson reads signs we walk all that's reading yes you don't have to sit down and get open a book and say now you read no, we was outside when we was in Hawaii at the beach and it was this poster sign that say, uh, you're not allowed here, whatever. And he read that. I, I, I got him reading that. And then I explained, okay, well, that means we can't go this way. Let's go another way. But all of that is reading. But yeah. it's, you're using critical thinking skills. You're using that nature, you, everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Why if they like to read, if they older and they like to read, um, they getting ready to get their driver's license book. You, that book is a part of their reading. Yeah. Learning from that, you know? 
Oh, oh yes, I, you know, because I was an English teacher, so I encouraged when parents were like, well, I can't get them to read. Well, give them something that they want to read. Exactly. Like, like, find something, comic books, like picture yeah. books, anything. Because like, reading is reading, like, yes. no matter how it's coming in. I know I scroll uh, Facebook to and find stuff to share, like positive affirmations. And Kennedy sit right here, and she wants to read the affirmations and all that stuff. So I yes. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Exactly. <laughs> and now with Zeke with start with his looking at his um his TV shows, we put on that what is this closed caption where you got your words? Yes. We put on that. And you know what we do sometimes? Take all the way down to the low yep. volume. Yes. Take and let them read it. Yes. I mean, all of that. When you're a natural teacher, you you be creative, man. You don't want to yes, sit man. down with a book open and Come on, get on with your life. <laughs> yes, I yes, love it. Yes. yes. And see, this is our this is from an older. This is from one of our elders, honey. You better respect yes. it. Yes, respect <laughs> it. Okay. I love it. I love it. I appreciate you. Thank you yes. for bringing that beautiful energy, even in, from you. Puerto Rico. We yes. appreciate you. Yes, yes. So, Miss Glow, you have a website yes. that people can check out. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, Facebook is Gloria Jean going for the gold center. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. Give us I that don't again. Know. You guys want to put it in? Oh, we can't. I was going to say you want to put it in this, but we can't put it in this, can't we? No, I could put it on the, um, when I put it, when I upload it, I can put it in the caption for that. Well, do all of that. I'll send you, if you need to, I'll send you all of that information because I don't want to get a word out of place and they be looking, what in the world is this? But yeah, that's my Facebook and I go live on Facebook too. Um, my TikTok, if you put in natural teacher, you, uh, you can pull me right up. Natural teacher or natural teaching coach rocks. You pull me right on up, and you'll okay. see Zeke in most everything. Awesome, awesome! Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. And yes, you're amazing. We love that energy. Like I said, we don't talk about Miss Glow a couple times. Miss Glow said, Miss Glow, you know what Miss Glow said about now. yes. So now y'all have formally met Miss Glow. Miss Glow, yes. Excited yes. to be here. And looking forward to coming back. Yes, 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 and we can't wait. Um, I do want to give some recognition to some of our sponsors for the Homeschool Your Kids Expo that launches in June on June 2nd, um, in Glendale, Arizona. Miss Glow will be a speaker there also. She's yes. actually going to join us on all of the expos, so mm -hmm. that's something to look forward to with Team some of ready. our sponsors. Yes, Soul Right Living. And you can go and visit all our sponsors and their websites from our website, homeschoolyourkidsexpo.com. So homeschool movement, uh, collaborative tutoring, ooh, choosing to thrive. We have Right Start Math. We have Natural Teacher uh, Family Success Association, Inc. We have Fit Goddess Tribe and homeschool teacher, homeschool I don't know how to say that at dash, I guess, teachers.com, which is a tutoring service, which is offering three free hours of tutoring um, being sponsored by us. And so if you go to our website, you can access those three free sessions. And yeah, um, 
you can follow us at homeschool your kids and oh, we have a couple now yeah we have a new instagram at homeschool your kids educational pod and you can also mm-hmm. follow me my personal page at mrs.ali underscore daily yes yes So we appreciate our listeners. We appreciate you for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Keep being amazing. Keep believing in yourself. Keep understanding that this journey is for you and it is yours to write. So like Ms. Glow said, no comparing and contrasting. You're home your way. Know that you got it. And don't try to follow that crowd. That crowd, a lot of them be doing too much. Yes, keep being amazing, though. Thank you for tuning in. Yes, peace.